1: If someone were afraid of the dentist, maybe they haven't been in a long time, maybe they're embarrassed because they haven't been in a while, I feel like this would be a really safe place for them to go and get the care that they need.
2: At Advanced Dentistry, we get it. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, if you want to learn how IV sedation can change your life, visit NoFearDentist.com.
1: Pick up.
3: Hello, everybody. Welcome to literally. Uh today is a a first. I got I'm a little I'm more than a little nervous. My wife, Cheryl Lowe. Is my guest. Not sure how I'm going to handle this. Obviously, looking forward to it. She's my favorite person in the world, but it's about to get real. Is this my version of the red table? Is that what's happening? Is that what's what's happened here? You be the judge of that. As uh, we say hello to the love bug, Cheryl. Love. Well, well, well. Well, 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 look who we have here. The Love Bug.
1: Can't believe everybody knows my nickname. So embarrassing. Is it?
3: Kinda. Um, you have a lot of nicknames, though. Well, Let's just stick with them knowing just that one. Really? What other? Monkey.
1: Right, okay.
3: You're also known as Monkey. You're known as Love Bug. You're... You're known as Lucy? No, that's been like a million years. Well, it's been retired, but you've been known as Lucy. And and what what does Gwyneth call you? I don't know why. She calls me Shirley. Shirley. I think Shirley's a fun name, though. Shirley. Shirley, she's joking.
1: (laughs) But look, I think Lovebug is super sweet. Yeah. And Monkey is like some of my friends. I mean,
3: we're all over the map with this, Rob. That's what... You know, you'd know that if you listen to the podcast ever. How many how many how many of of literally podcasts do you think you've listened to?
1: Um half of one.
3: Half of one, maybe, right? Name name three guests. No, no,
1: here's the thing. I hear about these from you. So to hear to listen to the actual podcast, I feel like I'm listening to it for the second time. I know so much from you. I get to hear the better parts from you, the stuff you're thinking you don't even say in your microphone.
3: See, I think you just sometimes, have, it's its old hat. No, no, no. I'm never born. I'm an old hat sometimes. Wow, that's really,
1: that, that helps on date night. <laughs> um, no, it's that, I swear, I mean, you definitely like to talk about yourself, so... Yeah, that's true. If, you know, I mean, and I always want that to feel fresh.
2: Hmm.
3: So the, my takeaway is that I talk about myself enough. <laughs> for sure. That listening to the podcast where I'm talking would be a bridge too far for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, if I have to really be honest, it's because I'm so busy. That's true. Um, you know, I, don't, I haven't ever listened to any podcasts. If mm. i'm gonna listen to one it's gonna be yours
3: oh, that's just not true that's objectively not true
1: i kind of been on instagram i saw a little bit of jason bateman and Will <laughs> that's i thought they were really funny
3: no those guys are great they are they're they're amazing it's a great it's a great podcast and sean hayes is on it i'm and- doing the work of three men that's true. They're I, they have there's three of them. You know, but Smartless.
1: I saw a whole thing, a whole funny riff where they were like ordering takeout. It made me laugh. I, li- I like low
3: hanging fruit. We don't always agree on funny, do we? Do you oh. think we share the same sense of humor? Because I don't think we do. No, of course we don't. Oh oh I like that. I I like that you're not even defending your position.
1: Well, I don't have to defend anything. My humor, what I like, is better than yours. Is it now? For yours you try to do this whole intellectual, you know, like subtle funny and i sometimes i like to be hit in the face with it i like i get that i get that i don't want to have to think about what it means for it to be funny sometimes Hmm. i mean i like
3: that too but i'm what what's your favorite comedy ever
1: oh gosh i mean you know i love oh whoa uh of yours yeah Hmm. of mine I mean, I you know, (laughs) oh boy.
3: Did you know I did a show called Parks and Recreation? I love Chris Traeger. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed.
1: I like that he likes to dance and he thinks he's really good at it. Me me too. (laughs) So, because that's actually you.
3: It it is me.
1: You're not great at dance. No,
3: I don't. I don't pretend to be good at it. I just commit.
1: I know. I wish we were both better at it.
3: You're good. You only have one move though.
1: Oh no, that's I'm so embarrassed. Now I'm not even going to do that.
3: You have one move.
1: Really? You should tell me these things periodically outside of this platform. No, I
3: prefer to publicly. Humiliate me. Humiliate you and or tell you. Or
1: make me humiliate myself by yeah.
3: overthinking it. No, there's nobody better. This is our, by the way, this is a, a, an auspicious time to have you on the show. Never had anybody from the family on the show. We should call the kids. Oh, we will. Okay, we'll call the kids in a minute um but it's our 32nd wedding anniversary
1: i know happy anniversary honey happy anniversary
3: i it it feels both like it was yesterday literally like this is how you know the 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 new quantum mechanics physicists tell you that there's no such thing as time it's not linear it's events like this because it feels like it was yesterday and it also feels like it's been forever and but <laughs> even know what to make of that. No, um, no, it's all good. That's good. The, the forever part of it is the highs, the lows, the ups, and the, the accomplishments, the history, what we've done together, what we've seen together, the adventures, the memories. Here he goes. It's all good.
1: I really just have to say, like, first of all, it's so great just being in the moment. So I'm not really thinking about how old it feels, how new it feels. I'm just thinking about today, and today you that super fun partner. Thank you, really funny. you always make me laugh. Mm-hmm. i am unless I'm mad, but i'm try, never try to uh, anymore these days to be reactive um, you are still really great in bed, thank you and you
3: take great pride in it
1: <laughs> you're a great father um thank you're you. just and a great friend to me because you i mean you have friends I love that you're starting to get even more that you really care about. Usually. You I'm a loner. Have... <laughs> um, and you are, I'm trying to go back to the list, honey. Come on.
3: Tell me about, because, you know, I, I can't get enough talking about myself. Oh God. What? But here's the thing, we're talking about ourselves as a couple, so that, by definition, half of it is going to be about me.
1: I was telling you about things I like about you, and now we're going to talk about you again?
3: No, no, no. I just want to, I want to, I want you to take me back to what, because I want to talk about what attracted me to you, But what, what. Wait, hold on. That doesn't make sense. Okay. You want me
1: to talk about what attracted you to me?
3: No, I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't even
1: understand. I don't either.
3: I, I haven't had. I haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> I've <haven't> been eaten. <laughs> I haven't eaten, and it's the uh, time it of day. Go or, south
1: really quickly. This is
3: where the intermittent fasting. Okay, I know where
1: you're getting at. You want me to tell you why I liked you in the beginning?
3: That's right. I didn't like you. That's true.
1: Um, you
3: totally. But weren't. you were attracted to me. You just didn't like me. Oh no! Or is no, it that no. Li-
1: I think it's like. Neither I mean, I didn't dislike you, but I didn't think about you in that way. I mean, you were like that guy that had the earring and that you know weird long hair and you were I, I considered you to be like small because I had always well, I had been dating somebody in their you know over six feet and you were under six feet. Um, I mean you were definitely I'm not gonna call you pretty because I'm just so sick of hearing that, um, but you know obviously good looking, great looking great body but um you know you dressed in like those Elton John glasses and those i don't know you were just like i like more like dudes um and so i thought you were you were really nice and i'd see you around and we had some of the same friends and you were a hardcore partier and i wasn't so there were like things you know that didn't attract me in your area or your direction but when it actually did happen I remember thinking, God, he is so much fun in the perfectly good way, like smart, surprisingly really smart. um, Not a follower in any sense, true leader. Um, Funny as everybody knows about you that actually knows you. People can see your performances and know you're good, but you know, Robert Hapler Lowe is super funny on a a daily basis Uh, nightly basis too. <laughs> and you were engaging and present, uh, you know, a little Hollywood and full yourself, but like that was not at the top. So the other stuff definitely, you know, stood out way more. So I, I, I kind of, I felt like I hadn't given you a chance, you know, I wasn't, you really just weren't in my atmosphere. And then when you did get in it, um, I had such, so just like a great time with you. And I wanted you as a friend because again, you still weren't my arousal template, but. Um, you know, a couple of fun nights and a little convincing and here we are.
3: Okay, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Tried um, to
1: do the short version for you.
3: No, no, no. It was, I thought the length of it was exactly perfect. Well, oh, You've
1: trained me well.
3: Uh, yeah, I've, we've worked on your storytelling <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're making leaps and bounds. Oh,
1: we'll cut to it.
3: No, no, that was good. What that was, that's what Gwyneth would say. Yeah.
1: That, land the plane.
3: Land the plane. Um, but there's a lot to unpack. I, I want to take a minute to carve out my wardrobe. What about my, you don't, you didn't like my earring.
1: I didn't dislike it. The I earring just said was it for, wasn't for me. It the, was, there's a whole group of people that would have loved an
3: earring in a guy. Oh, there was. For sure. For sure. But not you. But not you. <laughs> no, no. Um. And. I was into the surf scene, remember? Right. Right. You, you liked super SoCal dudes, like you said. Yeah athletes athletic
1: you know guys in the gym not talking about the gym oh
3: i was in the gym oh i mean come on what no but i, I couldn't compete compete with your olympic boyfriends olympic champion big like chiseled out okay, of but a you dog. didn't
1: need to compete with them because you didn't care about me either
3: well i don't know if that's true i just the, I, I had a lot of distractions
1: Everybody has a story. Every couple has a story about how they met and didn't notice each other. I shouldn't say every couple, but there are those that, you know, our story isn't different in that way. What's great about our story is that we were legit best friends. Yes. And hung out with each other. You know, after we got through that hump of what we just spoke about, we were best friends. We hung out. We had the same circle of friends. I was dating somebody and you'd come around and hang. Yep. And... um. You know, I would say I was dating somebody, but I was kind of just hanging out with someone.
3: Yeah, and you'd, you'd sometimes fix me up with, with people if you felt like they were good partners. We, so we, had, we, we knew each other in a way, in every, in every conceivable situation. Yes, yeah, so I never, situation. never at that time thought about this. Jesus.
1: Until, weirdly, it was just like, boom. It hit me like, I mean, like a comet.
3: Tell, tell, tell the story about being at the Coliseum.
1: Oh, it's so weird. I don't even understand it.
3: That's what's great about it. Wasn't it wasn't
1: like I thought about you, and it wasn't like when I saw you, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was and am good friends with Marcus
3: Allen. And great running back was playing for the Raiders. That's the right. Time. Heisman,
1: everything. Yeah, just yeah. great guy. And he was legitimately just my friend. Right. And he, periodically would give me his seats. And this one game, I was there with some friends and he said to me, I'm dating this girl. She's sitting a couple rows behind you. You know, check out who she's with. She said she was bringing a friend and, you know, let me know what you think of her. And so when I look back,
3: the friend was you. Yeah, Marcus couldn't have been happy about that.
1: (laughs) So I thought, do I destroy Rob? Because (laughs) Marcus is not going to be pleased. In the long run, he didn't care. But um, so I went to get a, a bite to eat at the concession stands this is at the coliseum and i was walking and the, the concession area was like on the outside of the coliseum so you walk around this whole circle and i was on the inside and rob was walking toward me on the outside and i remember seeing him and ducking like i didn't want him to see me i didn't want to deal with saying hello or and you were just by yourself like cruising nobody was bothering you and um weird flash came and I don't know where, and it was like someday I'm going to be married to this guy, and I didn't even like. It, I don't know where I realized that I had thought that at what point in my life, because it was the like there wasn't like nothing about you I thought about, and that you, was this weird thing. I don't know. I don't understand it. It was like a like subconscious premonition, if that exists.
3: Because I, I had the same, the same w- w- with you when we took our trip as friends to. Um, to Fiji, and 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 we walked into our little bungalow, and they'd put our names together on they the door. They spelled my
1: name wrong, but yeah.
3: They spelled your name wrong, yeah. <laughs> but I looked at it, and I had the same premonition.
1: Well, I mean, that's a little different. Mine's a little more
3: legit because... Yeah, because like, we didn't even know, it. we weren't even... In, yeah,
1: and yours, I mean, we were already on a trip together and right. sleeping together and, right. you know, right. like, I don't know. I thought that was all part of your plan of like, isn't this romantic? And oh, I
3: had no plan. <laughs> I had never had a plan in those days. I and We came home and it all fell apart. So from my perspective, uh you, you know, we met on a on a blind date. We we oh, Yeah, blind for you. Blind for me. Not you. Obviously, were like, Duh. you're going to go to so so mutual friends." Like, yeah, a couple girls are going to come meet us for dinner, and we Lucy L Adobe restaurant, Mexican restaurant. You walked in with your girlfriend. That was how we met. It was great, and and you're right. Like, I was I was busy. I didn't, you know, I it wasn't really on my radar either. But like, I think because people always say, "How did you know?" Thirty two years is a, is a long time. Oh. It's a long time particularly in in this business, it's like hundred and thirty two years it's in great. show business, and you know people always ask me, you know do I have any advice and you know you hit it on the head for me it's it it's sort of the battle is won and lost with who you choose
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, and we were best friends, you were always the person I wanted to be with, hang out with, share stuff with um and it was an added bonus, all of the rest of it. Um, that's so sweet. And, you know, so here we are, 30, 32 years in with, you know, two boys and, you know, and, and you, know, you know
1: what? Well, I have to interrupt you. Sure. I want to say that something I just, I get so like afraid that I'm going to forget. Yeah. You, the one thing I really appreciate, not, I mean, one of many, but one thing I appreciate that that's right here, I got to say is that you let me be me. You don't try to change me unless it's something that's like really maybe abrasive or, and then that's a suggestion. Um, you really let me do my thing. Um, and I just don't know if I could have been with any other partner that would have tried to impede in my path uh, spiritually, you know, career-wise, physically whatever all of it you know um domestic like kids and family and you know i mean you just you it's either you agreed with my my way naturally or you just let me do it and it was it's just so much it had has been a fun ride and it continues to be like i don't think of it as the past was fun and what's the future going to be like everybody says it's like right in the moment i mean we're having fun i try not to overthink it
3: well it's it I, I, I appreciate that because, to me, one of the reasons that I fell in love with you is all of your idiosyncrasies, and 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 what you bring to the table. So the no, I wouldn't want to change any of that. That's what I liked in the first place. Well, it's and, not and, like you'd have the power to change it. It's what I said is you didn't try to. I didn't yeah. mean that you would have success
1: because I am definitely my own person.
3: For sure. I mean, I so sh- the thing that I remember most about you is you would come over to my house when we were just kind of casually dating and you would organize the house and design it like, like the coffee table books, you would stack them in certain but you, were
1: f- you were flattered by that, but that's just OCD.
3: And now I realize, <laughs> now I know, knowing you now, I know that's your OCD that you can't, walk past a coffee table book that isn't at a perfect 90 degree (laughs) angle, that that's the way your crazy monkey brain works. I know that now, but at the time I thought, oh man, she really cares about me.
1: Well, if you think I have a crazy monkey brain, you should live with the crazy monkey brain then.
3: Do you think I have a crazy monkey
1: brain? No, but I'm just saying like, I'm not,
3: I'm not crazy. No, 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 but you've got a lot. I mean, I, I definitely think when you're, that, you know, your brain could go to the Smithsonian. At some point, and put yeah. it and be put in a jar boy, to be examined. Oh boy, oh boy. I mean, are we going to be boring people? I don't think that's boring. I mean, boring people don't have their brains this meso- I don't, <laughs> there are very few people that I think I'd like to see what their brain is made of.
1: You're one of them. Well, freeze my brain then.
3: I mean, I just think, you know, there's no, nobody, you have great work ethic. You've, you've created a bunch of companies. You, your, your jewelry, your Cheryl Lo designs jewelry is Aww. sick. I'm wearing your jewelry right now. I love doing that. I I'm going I'm going through a bling phase because of you. Do you like my you like my bling?
1: Wait, you're not going through bling phase because of me? I mean, yes, I've definitely helped and aided and abetted um because wearing, you I'm, do have Mr. Lowe.
3: Mr. Low's um, the, the at, men's line at Lowe Design. Yes.
1: And it's really cool and you do sketch and you do come up with ideas and you present it to the design team, so I mean, give yourself more credit. Um I didn't make you blinged out. and You inspired me. You inspired me. Totally blame Benji Madden for that.
3: Where else can you go surfing and skiing in the same day? Or check out a world-class art museum and camp out under a brilliant night sky same day? Or hike through the redwoods and get a luxury spa treatment, there's only one answer. California. No matter where you go across this state, you will find a way to play. Look, I love California. Um, And I have not yet surfed and skied in the same day, although I do do both. So that is on my bucket list. It's the most beautiful place in the world. Discover why California is the ultimate playground Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. So I came home to a little gift in my bathroom the other day from our friends at Harry's. To get what you want, you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who challenged the status quo? Harry's. blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash rob. That's harrys.com slash rob for a $3 trial set. Yeah, my new my new bestie Benji Madden. He's he, he, we're we're unlikely uh, unlikely twinsies. It's so sweet. Um, I'm not going with the backward baseball cap quite yet, but I'm, I'm And the, I'm the grills and the grills. Yeah. But I'm definitely doing two chains, and I'm I'm letting my 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 uh, swag fly a little I bit. I think
1: it looks amazing on you. That's Thank what you. What matters.
3: Thank you. Um, let's talk about raising kids, because um, I know. I think there's so many areas that couples can go on the rocks and. Oh, if, can I also say this before you get to kids? Yeah. You are never boring. Well, thank
1: you. It can be complicated. Yes. But you're never boring. All my friends love you. At least they tell me they do.
3: Yeah. What are they going to say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: Maria
3: loves you. Yeah. All of, I mean, what GP loves you? Yeah. All the, all. so I'm not boring. Um, yeah, you wouldn't suffer a boring person. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And same, same with same same.
1: I mean, I would try with a boring person to help them find their their clown. Um not that I'm any great shakes at that, but I mean, you know, I would help and if it if it was a
3: lost cause, yeah, no, I couldn't do it. Um well, that's a wonderful compliment. Um <laughs> better be funny here or I'm leaving. You know what? No, what? No, no, I I actually want to So, what I was going to say about Kids is, I think that if the worst, what I always liked about you is you had your worldview was so interesting and unique, and I agreed with it, and I still do. Like I feel like nine nine and a half times out of ten, if an issue comes up, your point of view is is going to be not only what I agree with, but what I might not have been able to articulate or think of on my own, and when it comes to raising kids i've seen if you don't have the same worldview as a as as co-parents it can, it can be really really complicated because really complicated. let's face it, you remember our boys how when they were teenagers how they would just divide and conquer they're relentless T- they're relentless trying to get what they want I'm so
1: glad they're not doing that anymore but our dogs are now
3: well i know i mean we've, <laughs> we've replaced it is I the same know and we're such an old couple now. It's like,
1: Oh God, those little Don't, dogs
3: are like our boys. This is supposed to be fun. It, it is. It does make it depressing talking about all being an old <laughs> couple. I just like go, <sighs> but so with, the, so with the cause, boys, cause I think you were, you are remain a, a great mom because you're super hands on. You're, you maybe have a little helicopter mom in you yeah, kinda. for sure. Um, but I, I, that's an area where I let you do your thing, like you said I like if if I had it my way, w- would there be less of it? Yeah, I'm sure there are things that I do that and you just cut me we cut each other that kind of slack, and I think that's that's really, really important because it, it's it's very, very tough to navigate child raising if you don't have the same world. Remember when we went to the here's a perfect example we we were looking at schools for the kids, and we went to one school and it was a school. Everybody tried to get their kids in. It was like a big deal and we were well, super happy. To,
1: to, we were rejected,
3: but yeah. That's not my memory of it. <laughs> I not know. My memory of it was before that happened. Yeah. was kind of took care I of business. Saw that, I saw that the um, the kids were skateboarding in the hallways. Right. The teachers were wearing shorts. Right. And the kids were calling the teachers by their first names. Right. And I was out. I was out. I, you know, also and
1: give the school a little credit. They're extremely academic. A
3: lot of nobody nobody, no, nobody of knows what school we're talking about. I know, but I'm just saying. Nobody knows what school I we're talking about. I know, and I want you to know But that. my point is, you were also out. You didn't go, oh, no, but I think it's great that they call the teachers by the first names because it creates a sense of, you, you were like, yeah, no, no, this is not for us.
1: Right. Well, Matthew did the interview, and he stuck a shark's tooth in the woman that was interviewing him's ear. So it wasn't like you and I had to make any decision it was made then.
3: For sure Matthew screwed his own academic future up. Well, or no, he planned it well. Yeah, he knew it wasn't for him. That's right. But there there, there are other you know you're, you're you're very aspirational you 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 inspire me to to go to new heights and 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 here's the other thing I also want to say about a long marriage and and you know we're lucky enough to have um, role models in that area is it's how you navigate the times, the the fallow times, the times where there are disagreements, the times where there's tougher issues. Because I, I would hate for people to come away from this to just think, oh, mm-hmm. it's all just unicorns and and rainbows. And it's a lot of work and and that's not a bad thing some people's ears can hear that as like oh work But it 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 requires commitment and work and all good things come with hard work yeah but i want maybe just my perception but there was a time where i could look at a long partnership and think oh well it's just a perfect partnership and they just it's just all easy peasy but i and i think people bail today Way quicker than they should. And I think it's a societal thing. I think my grandparents, your grandparents were married until they died, right? Grandparents. Okay. Same. So let's just think about this. Your grandparents married to the day they died. My grandparents married to the day they died. People listening, probably same for you. Our parents, mm, both my parents were married three times. Three. What about you? No, I mean, you know,
1: listen, I come from a very colorful past. My mother was married, I don't know, five times. Bye. God only knows. My hey. dad once yeah, to my mother, which and then, for him was a lifetime of marriages. Yeah.
3: So something happened in our society. Something happened in our society where it became much more acceptable and easier to bail.
1: What was it, like the freedom of the 60s and 70s or, you know, like... I mean, that was really big changes. Think about it. For you sure. Know? And then bring in the 80s. I mean, you're talking 30 years of just bedlam. Great
3: bedlam. Yeah. But but my point is that...
1: Yeah, get to
3: it. My, <laughs> my point is that... What is my point? I need food. Jeez, my blood sugars. Wow. Um,
1: your point is that... You know, role models and, um, uh, you know, what... Like- yeah, okay,
3: thank you. You've got put me back on track. That they're, you know, I know that my parents, when things got tough, they didn't have the tools, they didn't have the wherewithal, and probably didn't have the want to work, and uh, they bailed.
1: Time out, like... I'm not going to get into the heads of your parents nor anybody else's marriage that doesn't work out. You know, awareness, integrity, authenticity, those things I've learned in therapy make a huge difference. And our marriage is what I can talk about. So if people want to use us as goals, it's because we stay current, we work really hard on it, we bring therapy in when we need it, you know, and some people might roll their eyes at that and I don't care. Like it's what works for us. We've been through hiccups. And we find each other through it by being willing to roll up our sleeves and do the work. And and with expectations of that the other person is doing the same amount of work called balance and <clears throat> supportive friendships that are there for us, don't judge us. Um, and all the while focusing on the well-being of our two sons and as a family unit, thinking of that first always, so I don't know and I don't care really what our parents did I just care about what we're doing, and I do care that there are people that might look at us and say, "Oh, I want to do that you know because like great if we could be a part of that some positive reinforcement some happiness some some love you know in a time in which there needs to be so much love spread um and I love that you brought up like well, what is our secret? There is no secret. The secret's out. Here it is for those listening to this podcast. It's like, just work. And it might not work out. But the best thing about it is you tried. And it's like, be, go easier on ourselves. So if it means two people got together and in the long run, Rob, it wasn't really the union forever, like maybe that other person's out there for them. Like, it's not the end of the world. I mean, it's not the greatest thing either. I get it. So I kinda I just have a little bit of a different attitude, it seems, than you in this situation. This this uh this thing called love and marriage and and union, partnership, you know? I mean, um it starts right with picking well, but like what if you didn't? Like forgive yourself, you know?
3: See, this is what I'm saying. You guys just witnessed it. That's that's uh a Cheryl Lowe classic. Like <laughs> I can't that was not my point of view. You heard mine, then you heard hers, and now I'm like, you know what? She's right.
1: I just Okay. I, I, <laughs> She's
3: right. <laughs> Forget what I said.
1: And also like have some fun, you know? I mean, it's like I weigh things out. I do the scale, the emotional scale. Um, and um, you know, I do the work and then I want some relief. I want some fun as well. Um, that's it. But I look at that's my hope, my prayers. And, you know, um it's for my sons, I for some reason there's a little bit of a double standard like i if i had to look back on this my awareness as a parent as a mother is that i don't cut them the same slack you know i'll meet one of their partners i'm
3: like oh that's not right
1: which is so not my place to do
3: i know but that's what mothers now you know what my mother was going through yeah totally i think is i wonder if it's a mom thought i really do i just wonder if that's I don't know. But if moms I, are super rough on the girlfriends of no, the sons. No, I have a friend who's not rough on any of the girlfriends. She really isn't. Well, there's always going to be the outlier, but I wonder if like. Well, she's kind of a role model for me. But I but I wonder if,
1: I don't, I, I don't know. Cause That's another good point. It's like, you know, for males and females here, both genders, like find a role model that you were talking about earlier. So let's get right back to that. Yeah. It is nice to look at somebody, even though you're kind of comparing yourself to their outsides. So what? If their outsides look good to you and that could be a role model, then, you know, goals. Goals. I love that part too. I just wanted to say. Hashtag know, goals. Hashtag goals. Um, but as a mother, um, yeah, and you were saying to circle back to, um, yeah, helicopter mommed. I did all those things because I had a mom who was a total hippie. Um, and, you know, parenting for her was being a best friend and that meant not a lot of discipline unless she was in a bad mood or, you know, we absolutely did something to really bug her. Um, but it was mostly like, you know, freedom, do what you want. There's no curfew. And I, I, I feel like I'm not going to get too deep into that, but I wanted some disciplines to feel safe and secure. And I didn't have that. And so I overcompensated with my sons. Had I been more aware um, of what was going on internally with me, I could have prevented some things going on, but like it's all meant to be. And so I'm doing it now. It's never too late. And I have a great relationship with my sons and so do you uh, because we're doing that very thing, staying current, you know, focusing on awareness and then making changes and adjustments. And they see that, and also just like being honest with them.
3: Well, and that's the the other thing about like raising kids. Discipline is a is a big thing, and how people discipline. Your mom didn't believe in it. There, there, I see parents all the time that don't really believe in it. We did, um, and we were lucky that we found each other. Because can you imagine what that was? Like, what would have been like if if one of us believed in discipline and the other was like, nah, let them find themselves. I don't want to break their spirits or whatever," and they're running amok.
1: I'm again. I'm not going to judge other parents was for what I, they say. Was that judgy? Yeah, you're being judgy. And I know exactly when you use those little catchphrases that you tend to do. Who you mean, and or who several's that you mean as a group of them. But I, I'm just going to say, like, look, our kids are not. They're not kids. Our men um, are so cool. I love them to pieces. I'm really proud of them. We both. They're a, they're a product of both of us. They have so much of both of us in them and themselves. They're like this completely cool different people than we are um, and it's all it's all good you know um and there's been times where it hasn't been but we've really been there that's the key like be there for your kids be there for them show up and show up and show up and show up um, and
3: I always it, I say it's an, it's like an annuity it's like a whatever it's a 401k the more you put in the more you're going to get out and completely agree with you and um,
1: and our it, discipline, it, Rob, our discipline was, you're right. I kind of like to think of everything in decades. Our discipline was kind of 1950s de- discipline. You know, we were strict.
3: Yes, we were st- strict.
1: Um, and uh,
3: like our kids say that we, that their friends say that we were the most fun parents to hang out with, but by far the strictest. Yeah,
1: I just think of those parents that were always worried because their kids would come to our house to hang,
3: not knowing how str- how how we how ran. It they like just a, didn't get it. We ran out like a gulag.
1: Yeah, I mean, we did the best we could, and it was pretty darn good. I mean, we stayed home, we spied.
3: Yeah, we, we didn't believe in freedom. We <laughs> we, we the, the the Bill of Rights was not written for teenagers. I'm sorry. You want you want your Bill of Rights? You can get that when you're 18.
1: Well, the smartest thing you did for this family, a, was marry me. That's true. B, um, move us out of L.A.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: Hey, Man, you were such a forward forecasting, incredible thinker on that. I was like, wait, what? Oh God,
3: Rob, can you imagine? Thank you, you're welcome. I did. I, I every once in a while, I'll have a vision.
1: I thought, well, that why does this guy want to sequester me away while he's like down in L.A. And then I realized that's my own, you know negative thought process i
3: I knew i'll never forget the moment i had the vision the epiphany was we had had matthew our our youngest he was really really like three months maybe four months so young and somebody told me we should start thinking about preschools i'm like preschool the guy's breastfeeding i'm gonna be thinking about preschools like oh yeah this is la and you know there's a list and there's a waiting list and i my head just started to spin I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll start thinking about preschool. And they're like, well, you know, you need to, the person you need to talk to is your agent, Mike Ovitz. And I said, thinking, think, wait a minute, I've got to talk, I got to wait in a waiting list for preschool for years on end. <laughs> and to do it, I've got to talk to my agent, Mike <laughs> Ovitz. I'm out of here. I'm gone. I'm leaving this city. Oh, I will not, I want, I, I, I quit. I don't I think vo- you shared that with me. I, I, vo- I vote with my feet. Goodbye. I would have asked Mike Ovitz. Uh, there's nothing against Mike Ovitz, but like it, 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 it made me realize what the future, the future would be me coaching Little League with like the, taking the, telling the president of ABC's kid that he's not playing shortstop and our, and our kids being raised, in es- there's no escape from my business and that I, I couldn't, I, I, I just, I, I think
1: just that's couldn't. the key right there is what you said. I mean, you know, raising your kids where every single kid is the same, has the same background, same story, similar, I should say, you know, um, and by the way, the,
3: by the way, it works for a lot of people. No, I was going to say, there's nothing wrong with it. And, and it's different that's and different. What getting if at. you go to Washington, D.C., everybody's in, everybody's in totally. politics. So there are company towns. It's you go to New York fine. and
1: everybody's, you know, it's all finance, finance yeah. and, but, and art, and, but there's, like, there's so many layers, and we wanted a new layer. That's all you need to say, is, like, you wanted to bring some texture, and, um, you know, you wanted your kids to go to school with all different kinds of parental backgrounds, um, and we did that. We, we've accomplished that, you know? I mean, I remember the first time our kids were going to meet Tom Cruise. They just had their pens and papers out for his autograph.
3: Looking for a sparkling clean bathroom without so much hassle? Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner is here to revolutionize your cleaning future. Just spray today, rinse tomorrow, and voila! Enjoy a sparkling clean shower and tub without any scrubbing. It's the secret to a hassle-free clean bathroom that many are discovering. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner has proven its effectiveness on shower glass, fixtures, tiles, and more, ensuring everything shines with minimal effort. This product has gained a loyal following thanks to its once-a-week application that makes it a standout in the cleaning aisle. Join the ranks of satisfied users who enjoy more me-time and less clean time with Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner, available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. It's the perfect choice for anyone wanting to simplify their cleaning routine. Don't miss out on a chance to transform your bathroom cleaning with just one application a week. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and join the thousands who've already made the switch to effortless clean. The weather is getting warmer. It's time to ditch the jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. But there's no need to waste money on clothes that only last one season with Quince. Now you can get high quality pieces that never go out of style. You'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts for $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering with the top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings directly on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. My producer recently made an order for Quince, and here's what he had to say.
2: I'm really excited to revamp my closet with Quince. I cannot wait for my items to arrive from Quince. You know, I'm a sweater guy. I was looking at that burgundy cashmere crew neck. I love the blue chore jacket. Maybe I'll throw some joggers in there.
3: So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash rob for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash rob to get free shipping and 360 day returns. Quince.com slash rob. I love fast cars, but there aren't a ton of high performance EVs. They're certainly out here. there. But when I, when I get a chance to get behind the wheel of one, it's, I love it. And I was blown away by the Kia EV6 GT. When you get behind the wheel of the Kia, it, it is literally like being in a state-of-the-art rocket ship, but also comfortable. The thing goes from zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds. It is the premium driving experience. And of course, it's an EV. So the climate thanks you. SiriusXM provides access to over 165 channels in the vehicle. Music, sports, news, comedy, yacht rock. Let's go. Little little steely Dan going in your Kia. Come on now. So check it out today. It is the all-electric Kia EV6 GT. I had a blast checking it out. Believe me, you should do it yourself via kia.com slash EV6. To learn more, that is... Kia.com slash ev6. Kia, movement that inspires. Pens and papers. That's how long ago it was.
1: I <laughs> know. Forget there was no iPhones to no, take a there photo.
3: Were, there are no selfies. Although Tom Chris probably wouldn't have let them take a photo. And he probably wouldn't have. He had to clear it with the board. Um, yeah, no, they 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 were like you'd have thought that I wasn't in show business.
1: You, well, you they weren't. Still,
3: they still. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment. Did you say, "Well, you weren't"? It's really funny. That's <laughs> oh, really funny.
1: God. I took that time for granted.
3: <laughs> I know, right? Totally, I did. The little, fallow '90s, quiet night. The quiet '90s. Yeah, the day when you were like, breezing in on shows. hmm. That's. You yeah. know, it's, it's back on, like, Donkey Kong. Um, Why, what is that phrase, back on, like, Donkey Kong? D- it's on, like, Donkey Kong? Donkey
1: Kong is, like, just that game that's just... Yeah, rig- donkey, donkey Kong. So is it so much more intense than the other game that they have to say on don't like know. it? What do I do know. What do I know? Well, you use it all the time. Do I? Yeah.
3: I lot. use on, like, Donkey Kong all the time.
1: <laughs> What's the one that I used to say that you hate? I don't know. Oh, yeah, there's one. Oh, shit, come on. not shits and giggles yes
3: oh god
1: (laughs) anything to do with the bathroom and you lose your shit i hate it oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to say that that word i hate
3: it i hate it scat scatological whatever i forgot
1: that's right women don't go to the bathroom
3: Mm, they don't Hmm. let me live in my illusions well ai is going to be a great place for you well well, you know i mean look i i'm not i'm not without my flaws and my foibles
1: what do you want to tell your peeps out there what do I want to tell them? So that I, I could say it's not true.
3: Well, here's the good news. And if you listen to this show, you would know that at the end of the day, that if, you, if you listen to to literally, you, you know me. You know me. You know what I'm interested in. You know what I'm not interested in. Well, I
1: know you about this,
3: buddy. Well, I have
1: not got my anniversary card.
3: Okay. So here, here's full disclosure. I have three cards sitting on my desk. Cool. And I can't... One of them came from our card drawer. They come from our card drawer. We collect them and have them right. ready to go. One, one, and, one strike. And I opened one of them, and it's already an anniversary card to you for from nine years ago. Why it's in there, I don't know. So Strike what, two? No, no. What I'm thinking is, I want to do a comparison. I want to write what I feel now. And then next to it is what I, I guess I must have written and not given to you or change and just see it's how More like people
1: we know and work with us put it back in a spot where mm-hmm. thinking
3: it wasn't anything in it. Well, th- that may be true. But my point being is here's this little time capsule of oh how God, I felt. God, you are totally bullshitting me right now.
1: Am I? Yes, I could see it or feel it or hear it. Okay, You're well, scrambling. You've been too busy preoccupied, wanting to sleep, eat, surf, stand up paddle, swim, work out, uh, watch the Dodgers, which I can't blame you. First of all, hang I'm out on, with your dog. I'm on strike.
3: Dock your sons. I can't. I can't work. I'm on. I'm on strike. This is the only thing they, that they'll let me do. So I got to do something. That's right. But wait, wait, let me just turn about as fair play. What's good for the geese is good for the gander, as my mother used to say.
1: I gave you a present with a little card in it as a... You had a card in your present? Same exact card. Same little square
3: card. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. 100% you did.
1: Uh Uh-uh. I got flowers with a sweet card, but I didn't, and there was nothing else I got. Okay, it was in the flowers. Well, that doesn't count. You had your assistant call up, and you you just literally said, this is what I wanted to say.
3: Uh okay I can't,
1: like where's the effort of writing out the card anyway it's too late now for oh, that card you can make it up in other ways
3: well can i and i plan to don't um, be asking for date night but okay so i'm <laughs> no kidding all right the card is coming the card is coming see y'all it this is what i'm saying it never it never ends it it, it never ends <laughs> you, i i've written 32 of these cards I, I plan on writing 32 more No, no,
1: no. You've written
3: 31. 31. I didn't That's get 32. Right. I've never been good at math. Shh. It's never been my strong suit. Ever. Strike.
1: Two and a half. We're um, not going
3: to do strike three. What is your favorite Rob Lowe movie?
1: Oh, my favorite Rob Lowe movie. For a TV show. Oh, my favorite Rob Lowe movie is Risky Business.
3: Thank you. <laughs> my
1: favorite you. Rob Lowe movie. Hold on, hold on um gosh i'm gonna you know i loved masquerade i really did i love about last night Mm
3: -hmm. yeah there's good ones
1: i know i'm not wasn't supposed to give two but i mean you know again for me it's like hard to pick one movie because you've done you've created these characters in some of these movies that are just unbelievably seamless that i just love thank you you know where it really took me outside of Knowing you so well, and the grinder—I mean, I love that guy. Love, grinder. Yeah, I love Bad Influence. I never hear people really.
3: You worked on bad. People don't know Cheryl did. You did my makeup on Bad Influence. One again, one of the reasons I I fell in love with you was, I obviously by the time I'd done Bad Influence, I'd done countless, countless, countless movies and TV shows, and had, had worked with countless makeup artists, and I sat in your chair, and you looked at me and were like, okay what do you want this character to be and and how do you want to go about it? And no one had ever asked me that. They just, you know, I just sat in a chair and they just put whatever they wanted to do on my face. And I
1: think that has to do with the fact that people were maybe overwhelmed. I'm just guessing now overwhelmed by your strikingly good looks. And so they didn't see how you could be any other character with their makeup. I don't know. I mean, I just never saw you as that guy. I was thinking, okay, here's the script, this character. You saw me as the guy with the earring. Well, <laughs> okay. All right. And the, wow. the Elton
3: John glasses we Ru- yeah, established I mean, earlier in the Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I just remember seeing like every cute girl at a club wearing one of your jackets they stole from you.
3: Yeah, I lost a lot of jackets.
1: So, I mean, my point being is when I looked at that script or any script, I thought of the character, not the person and like, how do I take this person? With their guidance, this actor's guidance um, mm-hmm. to this character. I mean, there's so many layers to a performance. And I'd been used to working with actors, male and female, that, you know, really took it seriously in the sense of every department helping create this person they were creating. And so my professionalism is what came first.
3: Um, You were... Until I forced you into retirement. One of the few times I put my foot down. I think y- y- you were working, I think it was with, Ke- you were working with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, Who I love. Yeah, you're pregnant with Matthew. And there was like, I remember coming to visit you on the set and there was a sign that said, hazardous material. No, 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 that's a wrong movie. What, you know, that whatever movie it was. I and, was
1: working with Kiefer on a movie in in Washington and it was all nights and it was pouring rain and I came home all muddy at like six in the morning from a night shoot. And you came to visit me on the set. I mean, sorry up in Seattle, you of course wouldn't come to the set. Well, why would you? It was all in the mud and it didn't make sense. And I came home at like six in the morning, which probably bothered you that, you know, I didn't get there at night to keep you company. And I was just covered in mud and frustrated with the person I was working with in my department And complaining about it, kind of crying maybe. (laughs) And you were like, that's it. And also like maybe hanging around Kiefer too much in his trailer is my best friend. It
3: wasn't that. It was just time for you to to move on to the world. And then I said,
1: one more movie I'm committed to with Gregory Hines. And I was on that movie. And we were shooting in El Segundo and those plants down there or whatever they are – and I was pregnant with Matthew, and it said on the sign, you know, um, if pregnant, if pregnant. By the way, like that's a new word I just made up. Pregnant, <laughs> if pregnant, you know, um, enter at your own risk, something like that. I mean, I was I, like, yeah, I, a... I love making the sign a little worse right now in this story. But, but it was um, basically that's
3: But what I didn't go in
1: there. I, 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 had somebody working in my department who had volunteered to. Obviously, it wasn't hazardous to people that weren't pregnant. Is anyway, it my said. point:
3: hazardous to everyone. Land the plane, Cheryl.
1: Geez. Anyway, uh, yeah, you maybe you didn't make me quit. You politely suggested, um, and made it worth my while to quit. Which is, I'll spend more time with you, and we'll do this. And then you came up with all fun activity. You were so cool, like that. You came up with like, this is what we'll do. I
3: mean, you listen, you were the. I mean, you were the go-to makeup artist for male leading men.
1: I mean, I was one of a very few Al
3: Pacino. Yeah. Brad
1: Pitt. I did reshoots for Brad Pitt, yeah.
3: Um, and on and on. I mean, your Al Pacino, Glengarry Glenn Ross. I came to visit you on Glengarry Glen Ross when you were doing Al and just happened. The two days that I came to visit you was Alec doing the famous opening Always Be Closing. And I got to watch Alec, who I love, who's been on the show. Um, do arguably one of the greatest speeches of, of all time. You should have Al Pacino. Oh,
1: let me, sorry, let me acknowledge that. I was so grateful you came to visit me and you got to watch these incredible actors perform. Um, Working with Al Pacino was such a treat for me because he was the nicest person off camera and so available. I mean, just beyond such a great experience. Like, that will always... Um, be a great part of my memories and he was just so um always interested in the look and like creating something new and cool so it was always a stretch for me which i really needed and loved um and he was just gr- just great to work with all the way around super fun what was, fun. It? What was
3: his, his tell the people what his advice was oh when you- i
1: can't i'm no way know how what, you just have,
3: i'm, you I'm gonna of, do it well if you're not gonna no, do it i'm gonna do it
1: because you're gonna do an exaggerated actor version well, of
3: then it and you better do it I think what
1: was his his advice was what wait
3: no let me me set it up you told Al that we were going to get married
1: and his advice was seems like a really nice guy you know good actor but uh you know you shouldn't live with him I should live separate if I could give you any piece of advice don't live with him and especially while we're working together (laughs) <laughs> don't you know? Great, and by the way, he was always professional with me, so this was not like any agenda of his.
3: No, no, for he was, hes always been the best. But I love. Don't, don't move live. in. Don't live with him. How could? Is that even? Is there,
1: can, could it? could anybody pull just maybe that Having off? a day. I love that. <laughs>
3: he I was l- the best. I love it, and would never fly. You—you you, you don't even like it when I go to sleep in a separate bed if I have to get up really early in the morning. I don't like that. I know you don't.
1: I know. But I also don't like that you smoke cigars before you go to bed.
3: I very rarely smoke cigars before I go to bed. But okay. when I do, I know that you don't like There's look you, you, That might be the case. You, you, that's the other thing. And we'll, and we'll, we'll finish <clears throat> with this. Everything in moderation, right? Well, you have to pick the hill you want to die on. Amen. That's really...
1: I don't want this to be over. There's so many things I want to tell about you.
3: Like what? Like, I don't this is tell- your moment. Really? Why
1: are Take you control- holding your heart right
3: now? I was actually just checking. I don't know. Maybe, well, What would that mean subliminally? <laughs> I'm massaging my heart. I know. You a, Were you worried I was having an issue? No, no I know how healthy you are. Um, what, well, tell me what you want to, what do you want to say? This, you can close this out any way you want.
1: Oh, no, you could close it. Don't you have anything else that you want to bother me about?
3: I don't like to interview people, really. I I thought you were going to call
1: the boys. I mean, can't you get... Do you have your phone? Hold on. Give me a second here. I really want to do this right. Oh. Alrighty. Oh, yeah, baby. What are you doing? I'm looking for our son's new phone number. Here we go. He'll pick up.
3: which boy is this johnny matthew it's matthew he won't he's working okay
1: well you try johnny because he might think it's something to do with unstable which is oh that's my favorite show yay
3: i love unstable how could unstable not be your favorite show your husband and your son
1: okay first of all that character is Ellis Dragon is become now my favorite character of yours. I just because you're back to dancing <laughs> and your hair is all crazy in it, and <laughs> it's your best performance you are. I love when you go really large.:
3: I know you do. You're always trying to to encourage me to swing bigger. okay, I'm going to do Johnny here.
1: I am so. encouraging you to swing bigger. Come yeah, on
3: you should and listen that's I, you only I, got
1: so many breaths in life, you know.
3: Swing for the, what do they say? Swing for the fences. There you go. All right, let's do Johnny. Let's do my co-star in Unstable. We'll
1: put it up to the microphone if so we can all hear. If
3: you haven't seen Unstable. Honey, no point in putting it to your ear. You have headphones on. How's that? That's better, right? Hello? Oh. oh, you picked up. I'm so happy. <laughs>
2: What's up, sucker?
3: Um, I'm just, just hanging with your mom. What are you
1: doing?
2: Um, I was about to tell her I was going to answer her call, and then I was on the phone, but I saw you called, so I was like, all right, I figured this was, I'm not picking favorites.
3: But you did. You, you kind of did pick a favorite.
2: That's not how it works, though. No. If you had called first and then Mom, it would have been her, her call I answered.
1: Oh. And why is that? I don't understand.
2: Because I assume it's important when I get the double call.
1: <laughs> if it's not important, though. We both just miss you. How, and w- how's Oscar? How's our dog? Your dog, our dog.
2: Oscar's the best. He's good. I mean he, he had one accident this weekend. He he I gotta teach him, he's got this one spot. You know when they pee on like one spot then they think that's a spot?
1: Yes. Oh I no, do. John Only he peed in your bedroom.
2: It's it's totally cleanable and I've got it figured out. But other than that, he has been picture perfect. Um,
1: when you say you got it figured out and it's cleanable, I have you would be now you could actually maybe be super 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 well off with a company. I figured since out
2: because I already spoke to my rug guy, you gotta let me just be an adult with this and not stress and try to micromanage.
3: Your mom is losing her mind. This is like her OCD is like she, her head is popping off.
2: I challenge you, mom, to just let me handle this. Okay. It's a dog it's that be had it's an gonna... accident on a rug that these things happen. It's no dog has ever been perfect. You can walk them a hundred times a day, you
1: know. All right. Well, up in Santa Barbara he doesn't go to the bathroom in the house. All right. Okay, the two I'll check. Back. Wait, hold on. What is what is his ears?
2: His ear is fine. It's better. It was one day he had it itch. It, I mean I can still go get it checked out, but he seems totally fine. I took him on a walk today. He's um he's great, I and mean, everybody's obsessed with him. I took him to the farmer's market yesterday, and he gets, like, so much attention.
3: Aww. Oh, he's a good Oscar.
1: What's your plans for this uh, week? Are you coming to visit us soon?
2: And,
3: uh, Are you coming well,
1: to visit us soon?
2: As well, potentially, um, I have... I have some surf this week. Um... Uh, but
1: I'm just chilling for the most part. Um, Hold on. Dad wants to
3: tell you something. No. So we're, we're, we've been doing the podcast. So you've, you've, you've just been you've on been the podcast. We've been, you've been live on the podcast. And I think you've acquitted yourself well. You seem like a really good son.
2: Did you do like a competition?
3: Is that what it was? No. The, the other competition was Matthew just didn't pick up.
2: Oh, great.
1: And you're
3: live.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate
3: this. <laughs> no. Oh, no, you don't. You, you you were great. Hey, why why aren't you on the picket line?
2: Why don't you call my agent next time you want to
3: be on the podcast? Why don't you why, why don't you get on the picket line? <sighs> I'm tired
2: of you already.
3: All right, all right, love you. I'll call you later. Bye. All right, and with that, that is enough of this family. um uh, Thank you all for listening. Love bug, I can't oh. believe you came here. I'm so excited when you walked in the studio. My leg was like. Oh,
1: this was so much fun. I, I thought you were going to...
3: You thought it was going to be rough on you?
1: No, not rough on me, but, you know, expose more of my secrets like you always do every single talk show. And, ooh, you know, the love bug, this, that, and the other. And my friends are like, "Ooh, I
3: know. I, I Well, because you're here, I'm scared.
1: Yeah, exactly. The minute you
3: leave, believe me. Better I'm be a, scared. A, you tune in next, next week. Tune in. I still Thank talk you for like I'm all
1: like, your inner beauty, Rob. Thank mm. you for your fun. Thank you for your laughter. Thank you for being supportive thank you for your kindness um and for some of the most of the time being gentle oh
3: thank you thank you for for making me who i am and
1: i thank you for loving my the food i cook for you the meals i
3: make you you're a great cook (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bring that up here among other things um i love you deeply thank you you for coming on the show bye y'all First time having a family member on. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for me. I was very nervous. I was more nervous having Cheryl Lowe on than any other guest. And we've had some great guests, as you know. And we made it. We got through it. All right. You know what time it is. You got questions? I got answers. Let's hit the lowdown line. Hello, you've reached literally in our lowdown line where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe, three, two, three, five, seven, oh, four, five, five, one. So have at it. Here's the beep.
2: Hey Rob, this is Nate from close to your hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. Just curious. I, it sounds like you're a huge uh, family man and I appreciate that a lot. I've been a fan of yours forever. Um, I just got back from our family vacation and just curious what has been your favorite family vacation vacation and why? Um, also, have you had any family vacation disasters?
3: Thank you. What a great question. Um, I know that the, one of the, when people talk about when were you at your most happy? And, and by the way, I, I think I'm always going to be in, in happy places. I don't think that there was a time and then it passed and whatever, but one family vacation is always a time I remember that I, I was never happier, and I, I'd been shooting on location for a month. It was the longest I'd ever been away from my wife and the kids, and we reunited in Bora Bora, which I think is the most beautiful place on the planet. And um, the boys had made signs, holding them up at the dock when my little boat pulled up, and they were super little. Um, family vacations are my favorite thing. In fact, we they my wife and I don't take a vacation where we don't invite them, the boys. And, you know, now they're grown men. So they kind of, sometimes they want to go. A lot of times they roll their eyes. I know I never wanted to vacation with my parents ever at their ages. Like when I was the age of my kids, there was no way in hell I would ever want a vacation with my parents, but God bless them. Every once in a while, they'll do it. And, a vacation doesn't feel like a vacation to me unless they're um with us we've had the biggest disaster was when um our camp in Africa was charged by lions, and they broke into the tent where the food was served and ruckused everything and my my youngest son John Owen hid in the bathtub as if that would make any difference if a lion wanted to get into the tent um that was definitely super radical, but that's what you go to africa for at least when you're traveling with the lows because my thing is if i'm going to africa i want to fuck with some lions you know it's like i i don't want to go and be at a four-star resort overlooking the savannah and then get out on a bus and say like i want I want, to worry, I, I want to take my life into my own hands when I go pee in the middle of the night. Like that's, that's the way we roll is the lows. Um, and, uh, and we got our wish. So that, that definitely, I think, is, is the topper. Anyway, thanks for the question. And thank you for listening. And I will see you next week on Literally.
0: You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Nick Liao, with help from associate producer Sarah Begar, researched by Alyssa Grawl. The podcast is executive produced by Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross and myself at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Stitcher. Booking by Deirdre Dodd, music by Devin Bryant. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe.
2: This has been a Team Coco production.